everybody. What's up? It's your girl, Naime, with Digging in Naime. It's a blessing to be on, to record another episode of this podcast. I appreciate those of you who are bored during this quarantine and have been listening. I'm really excited to have a dear friend of mine, Akeem Haynes, who is in Canada currently. Hey, Akeem. What's going on with you? First and foremost, it's a pleasure to be on here. I got a lot of respect for what you're doing. I see what you're doing. We may not talk all the time, but I see what you're doing. Just know that you're doing great work. You're doing great work. And I know that God is going to bless you abundantly. So never stop. But I am in Canada. And right now it's it's warm out here. So I'm excited. That's good. That's good. Well, first off, I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. And I see you. You you out here working hard. Tell the people a little bit about yourself, please. A little about myself. Uh, so in a, in a short-winded answer, um, I'm born in Jamaica, uh, but I live in Canada, live in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, to be specifically, which is not Toronto. There are other places in Canada for those who right. are listening. You know, most people think about Toronto because, well, because Drake is there, really. But yeah. um, from Calgary, Alberta, graduated from the University of Alabama. I ran track and field. I'm a two-time Olympian, Olympic bronze medalist published author. I've written two books. And uh, right now I'm a motivational speaker, if you want to call it that. But, you know, you ask me and I say, I, I speak life. You know, that's that's ultimately um, what I believe God called me to do. And that's to speak life in my own way. So that is what I do. Yes, I would definitely say you're a motivational speaker. I actually have one of your books, your Fear, Faith and Fruition. I have that one. Don't you have a third I mean, I don't know if it's something you can release yet, but are you working on a third book? Yeah. So, you know, the 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 third one, the third and the fourth are both finished. Um, the third one is in the editing process right now. But um, the th- there's a last trilogy to the first two, which is called Pain, Power, and Prosperity. And once that is done, I'm not making no more three letters the same. That's the last one. And... <laughs> The, the other one is called The Art of Resiliency, a guide to stay encouraged on your journey when faced with setbacks and redirections. So, you know, we're, 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 we're getting our, uh, our uh, books in right now. <laughs> I'm excited to read them. This idea of resiliency, which I know is something you are consistently pushing through your social media, something you strongly believe in, something that you try to motivate, inspire, and educate people on believing within themselves but how well first off obviously i'm in america and you're in canada so what what does canada look like right now during COVID 19 well it's pretty similar you know canada and america are just basically cousins you know so to speak so everything right now is pretty much shut down uh, except for grocery stores there's a certain time frame depending on your age that you're able to go to the grocery store so they got that split up there's a certain time depending on your age that you can go to the banks mm-hmm. but for the most part it's pretty similar to what you guys have going on down there you know especially in phoenix the weather's a little is a little different we just started getting some sun like last week so we're trying to take advantage of it but for the most part everything kind of looks <laughs> it looks the same it's pretty slim right now what are you doing to kind of get through your days yeah, so for me, you know, my 4.30, 5 a.m. to 7.30 is generally the same. 
you know, I get up early in the mornings and I got to pour into myself. You know, that's the one thing that we all have to do. You know, you, you, you can't dig from an empty well if you aren't putting anything in your well. So I make sure that at the start of my days, I make sure that I pour into me. What does that look like? Say I get up at five, I take 10 minutes to get my eyes open. You know, I'm not one of those people who can just get up and just be ready to take on the day. No, I may, I may, I may be up and hit the snooze button. And next thing you know, 5 a.m. is now 7.30. Like, like you, you got to know yourself. Yeah. Right, so I get up and um, all I'm doing, I'm just reading, you know, something on the news, not necessarily what's happening in the world per se, but, you know, maybe it's a sports highlight or something happened in Jamaica or just something like that. Nothing too, too heavy, but enough to stimulate my eyes on being awake. So then from there, I get into uh, prayer, worship, devotional time. And that varies depending on how I feel, depending, you know, 30 minutes to 45 minutes to an hour. It just depends. And then I usually get a workout in. Um, with gyms being closed here, I know a lot of people that go to the gym who are kind of frustrated that they can't get to the gym. And if you're a person that goes to the gym 24-7, let's get your exercise in. Um, you're going to have to be innovative. But human beings, this ain't nothing we haven't done before. So we gotta hit the push-ups. <laughs> we gotta hit the push-ups. So I've been I've been doing anywhere from three hundred to eight hundred push-ups for two years now. So this is nothing new. Right. So I like to get I like to get the workout in, and then I usually go for a walk early in the mornings. So usually from five to seven thirty, like my it's basically the same. I've created that uh, that 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 habit that rhythm, and then my siblings are here, so we gotta help them with their homework. And that is the adjustments. <laughs> you know, they're they're young, but you just got to find ways around it. And I think in any new issue that comes our way, if we focus too much on the problem, we'll always see the problem and you won't see the solution. So adjust around it and just create a habit, create a new routine. And it'll take some trial and error to figure out what works for you. But for me, for the most part, everything is kind of the same, I would say. I, I like what you said, that if we focus on the negative, that, that's all we'll have. Can you speak to that a little bit more? How are some ways that if you ever are feeling a little down and out during this time, what are ways that you lift yourself up? Well, I'm always, I always start from the place of gratitude, and that's the heart and core of everything. First, you got to be thankful for what you have. Now, when you get frustrated and you get down and you get into this rut and you just wake up and, you're, and your mood is just like, man, this is, this is stupid. Why do I feel like this? Look, feel what you feel. I don't, I don't understand. I, well, for me personally, I'll never tell someone, oh, you shouldn't feel like that. That's your feelings. Ain't nobody can tell you how you should feel. Yeah. But I, but I will say whatever it is that you need to do to help you get out of that feeling, that's what you need to do. Now, what that looks like from a practical standpoint, do something that gets you out of the environment that you're in. So you may need to just go for a walk. Mm -hmm. And you may be going for a walk and maybe throw on a podcast, maybe throw on some music, like throw on something that you know brings a smile to your face, brings, a, brings, brings some type of emotion to you that makes you feel a certain way. As human beings, we're emotional creatures. And oftentimes when our environment seems stagnant, we lean heavy on the emotion that we're most thinking of. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So if you're feeling sad in a state, you're going to play sad songs. You want to think sad, sad thoughts. So you got to kind of just take away the whole environment, you know, go for a walk or just do something that you know has brought you joy, has brought a smile to your face, has brought some type of excitement in the past and bring it at this moment. So sometimes you just got to change the whole environment, right? You know, and maybe it's taking yourself out of where you're in, go for a walk, may hit up a friend or somebody, you know, something like that. But if you stay in the same emotion for too long, you'll always find a reason to stay there, but you just got to change it sometimes. And that means changing your state, you know, and um, that's, that's, that's what I would say on that regard. Okay. Uh, at the beginning of it, you you mentioned starting with gratitude. What are some, like, what are some ways you do that? How do you start with gratitude? I guess, is there a specific, like, method you go through? Yeah, so, you know, my, my, my gratitude starts you know, very, very, very small, you know, because, you know, the moment that I wake up, I'm grateful. Why? Because I used to be homeless. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, 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 it I, I didn't always have a bed to wake up in or a pillow or a blanket, but I have those things. I'm just like, man, even though everything is going on, the fact that if you woke up today, like that's a gift. And I, I think, I think sometimes as humans in the everyday commotion and groove and busyness and efficientness and productivity, we overlook the things that are right in front of us. And oftentimes the everyday movement of life is what we over is what we overlook. So I think if you wake up and you say, look, I'm up today, that's something to be grateful for. So you go and see you got some food in the fridge, in the cupboards. That's another thing to be grateful for. And you got you got toothpaste, you got toothpaste. That's another thing to be grateful for. You look outside, it's not minus 76. That's another thing to be grateful for. Right. You know, so when you're looking for gratitude, look inwards, mm. not outward. That's good. I like that. Yeah. So I was, um, there's one thing I've been saying, and I think I said this on my podcast last week, but I I believe that, and I feel like you and I have maybe talked about this before, but I do believe that every, uh, that we are all in, in, that we're in preparation before the next season. Mm. And so I I would say uh, an example is that in 2019, I left my full-time job and decided to pursue my artistry and pursue a small business, and then also do missionary work. And I remember when I left and financially not being stable and it not looking right and things were very difficult. But I remember going through those things and having to have an understanding of like, God will sustain me and having to fully put yes. trust in him. And I will say because of that time now in 2020, where I'm not working as much as I was because as a as an artist, right? Like I work by gigs and things like that. And so my money... Mm-hmm is not looking right. Um, I've already been here. I was already prepared for this. So I can I can sustain and, and hold on to the truth and my faith. What do you think has prepared you uh, for this season that we you are in now? Well, you know, like you, the majority of my income also comes from uh, speaking, being face to face, right? Like you going in, you know, I, I had a gig next month with uh, a big radio station in Calgary. Or not in Calgary, but in Canada, mm-hmm. and you know that's not that's not happening anymore. And I think as humans, if we remember that we actually survived a hundred percent of the times when we thought we couldn't, 
Like our track record kind of speaks for itself. But we don't often remember that because we're so focused on what is happening right now. And for me, the one thing that has always helped me is ever since an early age, there has always been something inside of me that says, you know, this is going to be okay. And it wasn't until I got older that I realized that was that was God's voice speaking to me, but I couldn't exactly speak the language just yet. Mm. And in this stage, you see, one of the things that I think gets misconstrued in the Christian life, we won't even talk about Christianity or religion, we'll talk about spirituality, right? Is whether you believe in God or the universe or a universe, whatever you believe in, um, if you believe in a God, then understanding that if you're a person of faith, just because you're a person of faith does not mean that things are not going to happen. Yeah. Does not mean that things aren't going to go wrong. Does not mean that your life is not going to go upside down. But if you are a believer in a higher source, then your faith that makes you believe in a higher source is the same faith that will help you get through it. Mm -hmm. So in this season, I'm always just like, you know, if you think about, I would encourage everyone to get one or two affirmations or scripture verses and just repeat those every single day. My favorite scripture is do not be weary for doing good because at the proper time you reap harvest if you don't give up. That's Galatians 6 verse 9, mm-hmm. which means continue doing what you've been doing. Continue handling what you've been trying to handle all this time. Continue refining. Continue being patient. Like Continue doing everything that you've been doing. Because in this season with COVID-19 happening to everybody, it doesn't matter what color your skin is, doesn't matter what color your hair is, it don't matter, it doesn't discriminate. Right. But what it wants, but what it wants to do, what our mind wants us to do is to be stagnant. But in the season, that's when you have to pivot your steps, pivot where you're looking, pivot where your focus is, and double down on that. Use this time to refine whatever you have going on, your skills, your, you know, the angles you're going to take, how you're going to adjust your business, whatever that looks like. Don't look at it as, man, this is going to go downhill, but look at it as an opportunity to grow in a different area that you probably wouldn't have found on your own accord. So for me, that's, 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 yeah. that's kind of how I look at it. You know, I, 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 I lean on the words that God said, and then I try to hear his voice, be patient with it, but also keep myself occupied by staying the course of. Our feelings are valid. It's good to do as humans go is understand our feelings and understand this is the moment, but that doesn't mean that it has to stay our reality. And I think that what you said with pivoting your focus, being able to understand, okay, this is my feeling in this matter. This is how I'm feeling, but I shouldn't stay here for too long that I can overcome. I am resilient. I can um, make it past the mountain or over the mountain or whatever the case may be. And, and I think that's a lot of what sometimes our issue is as humans is we fear, well, what if it doesn't work out? Mm-hmm. And I read, I read on Twitter actually, and I shared it on my Instagram, but it said, okay, well, what if it does work out? That's the question we should be asking ourselves. What if it does work out? What if we all get say, uh, say, 
and and we figure out a cure or a vaccine or whatever for COVID-19 or or what like what if these good things happen we can equally give our attention our energy toward the positive things versus the negative absolutely so. you know it's it's you know we always fear our own strength and what we can do but we're always taught and society always shows us the things that we should fear you know when 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 people tell you you know you got to get out of your comfort zone you know they just say it but i'm always just like man you can't just say get out of your comfort zone like your comfort zone is where your is, is where your mind wants you to be it's not a bad thing it just your mind is made to protect you right so every thought that makes it seem different your mind is going to be like okay hold on a second here like look this is there's some other things that we really got to put into consideration here but you know we can always think think ourselves out of something or into something but usually we have to make up our mind from the get go look whatever happens i got to see it through because i heard i heard a quote that jim carrey's dad said to him he said man you know you can fail at doing something you don't love to do or don't like to do so why not take a chance on doing something that you do like to do mm-hmm. you can always you can always find the bad but what if you found the good today and what if for tomorrow you decided to find the good again and what if the next day you decided to do the same you know so you can't always focus on what can't be but i think we should all do our best to fix our focus on the endless possibilities of what can be that is more conducive and 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 that is what encourages the world to continue pushing the barriers right you know so that's what we got to focus on as best as we can i'm not saying it's going to be easy but i am saying that we do have that choice right right and and even even though it's not easy there's there's the lesson in that uh work there's yes. there's lesson in the in the uncomfortability right they always say that growth only comes from uncomfortability and so being able to push yourself past your limits being able to also just trust yourself enough that mm-hmm. to, to your worth to know that you can to know that you will and that you have before uh i I do have another question for you so what now have you learned about yourself while being in quarantine what are you basically what are you forced to learn about yourself because we ain't got nothing else to do but learn about ourselves uh man so you know one of the things that um that I've learned about myself. I have always been a do first, figure it out as the time goes on. Okay. Now, that is that can be a good thing, but it can also work against you. Mm-hmm. So th- the other day, you know, I was I was trying to, f- you know, I finished the book and I was figuring out, man, what what when do I want to put it out? How do I want to do this? What does this want to look like? Um, because I'm creating uh, the Art of Resiliency class. So I want to put them both hand in hand. And, you know, the first thought that anybody thinks about when this has happened, when something gets shut down, we think about, man, what is our finances going to look like? Yeah. Like, let's just be, like, let's just be 100% honest, man. Like, apart from, apart from your air and, and what we breathe, finances is, is, is the next important necessity to live. Yeah. And so I was just like, man, you know, Akeem, man, you could just put it out like tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? You could just do that like next day, like next week, you know, and get some income coming in. But I was just like, man. And that was when I had the moment 
I was just like, Akeem, how many times have you acted in desperation? Mm. And sometimes <laughs> I was, I, the thought that came to mind was, man, how, how many times have you acted in desperation because your circumstance was just like, look, you need to do this, but you don't. And that's when I caught myself. I was just like, man, I'm going to take my time with this, with this class that I'm creating uh, because quality will always be more appreciated than quantity yeah. and speed. I believe speed is very essential when it comes to certain things. But if your heart is in something, then you should definitely make sure that your whole heart is in it and you gave your whole heart to it. Because if you just do everything to just try to make a quick buck or just try to do it, um, it may work for a little bit, but it won't be sustainable in the long run. So for me, that, that was probably the thing that, that I learned the most, you know, Keem, stop moving in desperation and move with anticipation, but also use with preparation. Um, so that was the reflection time for me. Can I ask you the same question? I'm curious. Yes. Uh, so I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> but uh, Good. That's okay. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for me, the biggest thing I've learned about myself is that I have so many ideas, but because of the lack of support I feel or because of the lack of resources or whatever, I always find a reason to wait. So it, it may, even makes me think of starting my business. Now, I think timing is everything, right? There's a timing for everything. But I also believe that sometimes I have pulled the trigger too prematurely, but then there's most of the times in my life I've waited too long and I and I passed up what could have been. And so one thing I'm learning about myself is that I I need to just trust myself and just do it. If it comes to my mind, plan it all out and I'll figure it out. And I'll give an example to that. So when I did in 2018, I did the first Artist for Change, and that's because I applied for a grant, got the grant, and I did it. And I remember in May of that year, I went, I traveled to Chicago and to Atlanta, I went to a few places, but I went to Chicago and performed for a show in Chicago. And on my way back, I was reading my Angelou book. I forgot which book, but I was reading my book. She talked about how she just produced the whole show. Just She just had a dream, a vision, and she just did it. And then it made me think of like, well, that's what my friend did, right? When I went to Chicago to do this show, I was with my friend, Sean Medlin. They literally just created this masterpiece of a show. And I thought mm -hmm. that all, all that took was discipline and a desire and then understanding that the story needed to be told. Like, well, I have a story that needs to be told. And so I, on, my, on the plane ride back, I literally just start typing out stuff. I was writing it. And for a whole week straight, I had, I, I planned out exactly what I wanted to do. And I remember being like, having a little moment with the Lord. And I was like, God, I don't know how I'm going to fund this, but I'm going to have someone fund the whole show. I'm going to be able to pay the artist. And then I'm going to be able to pay myself. And I did. Mm. Someone ended up a week later, someone ended up reaching out to me, say, hey, we have space for you. We have funding for you. Do you have something for us? And I got three things for you. And I was able to, to in 2018, produce three. I produced the show and two more artists for change, all because I was prepared and ready to go when someone had. Wow. And so I think mm. I want to I want to be like that. I want to just have just have, have an arsenary of just stuff. And somebody come up to me like, hey, I got some extra money just sitting around. Do you have? Yes, I have something for you. <laughs> that's, that's what I want. 
but I, I recognize that it starts with right now. With this time that I have off, it starts with right now. So that's that's beautiful, you know, and so many good parts in that, you know, one, you know, putting yourself out there in the public eye to fail can often be a great motivator. And the reason why I say it's a great motivator is because you do everything in your power to make sure that right. it goes right. And when you have an idea and a thought, all you can do is detail it to the best that you can. But I think what you said, um, and I'll say it in a different way, whatever idea or or thing that somebody wants to embark on, man, reasons come first. What's the reason why you want to do it? Like, what's in your heart? Like, not because, oh, it's cool, man. I just want to do it. I mean, look, do what you got to do. But I'm telling you, if, 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 if your only reason why to do something is because it's cool, it, it's not going to grow. You're not going to feel fulfilled. There's got to be a strong enough reason behind it. And I think because of your strong reasoning behind it, everything kind of just fell into place. Not by coincidence, but it can often seem like it's a coincidence. But, you know, when you are planning your plan, um, and your heart is open, you know, God will help you do the rest. You know, sometimes you don't need to know how, you just got to know why. Yeah. And I think, I think that's good. I think we, we, as humans get caught up in the, well, why, well, how, well, when, and it's like, just, just know that you're supposed to just know that you're supposed to, and then everything else will unravel itself when it's supposed to. Akim, I really appreciate talking to you. I really feel like you, you you know some things and that doesn't come I mean that comes to from just sometimes I do believe that we're just wise like the Lord just you know that's a gift we mm -hmm. have but I really that also that comes from experience and I and I would say that you put yourself out there enough where you're able to experience things in such a way that gives you this wisdom and this understanding in a different way than others I appreciate that 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 means a lot uh, you know, <laughs> there, there, me personally, um, I say this all the time. There's, there's not a situation that I haven't faced other than the loss of a child mm -hmm. and like childbirth. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like I've, I've, I've been dealt some, you know, some, some tough hands, you know, like I, I born in Jamaica at six, I saw my first death when I was six, you know what I'm saying? Like saw that, you know, and, and, and that changes you. You know, so for me, how my, I would never tell someone or say something that I don't believe in or I haven't lived. I think that's whack. I think when people tell you, oh, man, here's five steps how you can, you know, make a million dollars. Here's five steps to your own mastery. Here's the thing. Whenever I hear the word mastery and people talk about life, it's like, man, how can you be a master of something if the course is always changing mm -hmm. every single year? You are the course, which means that. Yeah. You are changing. It doesn't mean you can't be exceptionally well at doing something, but you're always growing. And so for me and everything that I do, I try to come at it with uh, my point of view, my perspective, but also I'm going to give you my honest opinion and I'm going to give my heart because I'm not going to tell you something just to make you feel good. I'm going to think about it. I'll be like, man, you know that, that, you know, if somebody comes and gives me constructive criticism, I'm like, man, okay, well, uh, how well do I know this person? Um, what is the record behind them? Why should I value their words? And there's other intangibles that it comes when it when it comes to learning. But for me, I spent so much of my life yeah. just listening, and I still listen a thousand percent. I would rather I'm a 
what's the word? I'm an introvert at heart, but the God in me says, no, you need to do some things yeah. out here for me. And even though I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily want to stand in front of hundreds, hundreds of people and soon, you know, millions of people yeah. put that out there. But, but, you know, sometimes it's, sometimes uh, it's not about you. And the more that you think it's just about you means that you've got so much more to learn mm. about you. And the reason why I say is that is because I really think, and we've talked about this before, everybody's yeah. here for a purpose, right? And sometimes when people are trying to find their purpose, they look on the outside. Your purpose ain't, their purposes ain't nowhere externally. It's inside of you. And you have to be able to, to sit, take time, and find out what your purpose is. Now, I get this question all the time, is Akeem, how do I find my purpose? Well, your gift and your purpose are mm -hmm. both attached. You know, you're, you're, if, 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 if your siblings are gift and per like they're intertwined together. So many people always ask Akeem, how do I find my gift? How do I find this? How do I find that? And, you know, I was very fortunate enough to find that or sought out that question mm -hmm. when I was 13. And I found the answer when I was 21, you know, and your gift for anybody listening to this, because I think we've had this conversation before, but since we're on the topic, um, your gift is that one thing. I mean, that one thing that just comes to you so naturally, yeah. you don't even got to think about it, right? Some people, some people can get up and sing like nobody's business. And you're like, man, what is going on? Whose voice is that? Or you can get up and you can crunch numbers like nobody's business. Yo, what's six times 9,852? You're like, this is this. I need a calculator for all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going, but your gift is that one thing that comes to you so well, so easily. You ain't got to think about it. Your gift is, your purpose is inside of your gift, but you got to find out how you can serve the world with your gift in your way. That's the hard part. In your way. Everybody's right. always going to give you an opinion. They're going to tell you how to do it. I'm going to tell you how to do it, when to do it, how you should look like, what color you should, this and that. No, you got to be able to do it in your way. Scripture says your gift in will make room for you. Men. Yes, it so does. I, yes, it does. <laughs> so, you know, for me, I, uh, I just want to make sure that everything that I'm accustomed to is aligned with what God wants from me. And I know that um, my gift is in the way um, of my words. I was very talented in in sports. I had some talent there, um, but I knew that wasn't the full picture. So I just wanted to make sure that everything that I do, um, I'm operating in my gift honestly, and that's and that's yeah, true to me. I appreciate that. That was good. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so we have a few <laughs> we have a few minutes left, so we'll do a quick like rapid fire question. Deal. Ready? Yep. Ahem. <laughs> 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 Okay. Favorite quarantine snack? <laughs> Does it have to be one? <laughs> Favorite quarantine snack? Man, honestly, I, I, I've been sneaking my little siblings fruit snacks when they've been sleeping. And it's a big box, so I can hide in the big box. But, I mean, there ain't a lot left in there. But fr fruit snacks for right now. There's vitamins. Hey, we're quarantined. The the the, the rules change. Exception. 
Okay. Exactly. Uh, are you, what are you watching on television or Hulu or whatever? Movie or show? You know, I try, I try, I try to only watch uh, entertainment aspect of things like later on okay. in the day when I'm trying to sleep. Um, because because I can get sucked into a show real quick. Like that's just me. Like I'm an emotional guy, right? So if I watch Rocky one, yeah. I gotta watch all of the Rockies. That's just the that's just the mood that I'm in. So I would say the the most recent show that I that I watched that I think is hilarious is uh is hashtag Black that. AF. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about that for a second. First off, I love this show. I love it. I, thought it was- <laughs> I think. Look, you can call me whatever you want. I like grownish. I like I like blackish. I like all that stuff because this it's just good. Un, you know, in some shows you really got to think deep, and they do have some really good points and really good movements in those shows. But sometimes you just want to just watch something yeah. and just like laugh. You don't got to mm. think too deep. You just want to just just put yeah. it on and just laugh. And uh, and and Black AF does like does that to me is because you know just the way how he talks to his kids like you know you know a parent really isn't gonna talk to their kids like that cussing and swearing like all that but it's just funny because it's just like man like <laughs> this guy's crazy but i like the show i, I think it was very well done i think there needs to be I six I more seasons think it was well done. <laughs> i know a lot of people had issues with it but i think for the purpose of what it is right to to make fun of this idea of like when when black celebrities get on right when you're well any type of like that for that point of it like i think it's hilarious i really enjoyed it that's okay and there's and they're so, so petty. petty they are so, so petty, petty. <laughs> so petty it's good television I, I i'm right there with you i'm right there with you i might watch I it again later just because <laughs> but okay uh, who are you following on ig so who's getting you through this quarantine time Who's getting me through this quarantine time? Um, you know, my lady is doing this thing called April Affirmations, and I think I think she is. Uh, she doesn't know how good she is at articulating her words. So you know, reading her stuff mm-hmm. helps. Um, I listen to your podcast. I'm not even trying to plug that in, but I do. Um, and I also listen to. Um, a bunch of different podcasts. Like I started listening to this one called uh, all the smoke with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson and just hearing those NBA stories. Um, a couple of my good friends who are now owning gyms. Um, I, I, I watch their stuff because, you know, it, when you see your people doing their thing in their platforms and using, using it for positivity, like that alone yeah. encourages me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, a, I've always been self-motivated, self, self everything so when i see my people's putting in the work and doing everything to stay the course even though the path has changed that alone is just like man Akeem, you got to get out of bed you can't be you can't be sleeping like this man you got to go out and do something you know what i'm saying so for me i could i could look at a rock and the rock move move to the side and i'm like man that a rock wasn't supposed to move but it did <laughs> and be extremely <laughs> motivated by that right so for me uh every time i see my people's on there man spreading a message or you know doing something you know i just i just i'm all in with that can you can you tell the people who your lady is 
My lady is Miss Chanel Price. She is uh, a track and field athlete. She's a former world champion. Um, but most importantly, man, she's uh, she's a yes, she's a woman of God, God, man. She's beautiful. She's smart. She, I really like her. I like y'all together. Y'all cute. I really hype for you. She's 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 ten times more <laughs> nicer than I am. <laughs> ten times more more nicer than I am. <laughs> No, she's 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 uh she's good people's man. She 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 uh she always reminds me of what a of what a genuine heart should look like in um her work ethic in what she does, man. Uh this girl broke her foot one day and went to training the next day. And to this day right. I'm like, why would you do that? And cuz I would if she was like, you do the same. I was like, <laughs> I guarantee you I would not do the same. I guarantee you I would turn on the Netflix and you know, her response is always just like, well, you know, I committed to this. I yeah. just got to see it all the way through. That's just a different mentality, man. She, 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 yeah. she got some heart. Yeah. <laughs> she got some I heart. I really on appreciate her. her. I definitely, I definitely be peeping her stuff. Definitely be peeping her stuff. I really like her. The last question is what's the first thing you're going to do once out of quarantine? Oh man. The first, the first thing I'm, that I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to go speak. I got to get back in it, you know. Um, I really believe, like, that's what God called me to do. Like, I just couldn't really see myself doing too, too much. So I'm going to try to speak, and then I'm going to go down and see the lady in Eugene. Um, but that's the first thing that I could think of, man. Not even not even going to the mall or none of that. You know, I just want to get back to uh, get back to serving uh, physically yeah. in the room rather than, you know, doing stuff on online and stuff. You know, physical connection is strong. You know, yeah, you can't forget yeah, that. I, I dig it. I dig it. What's the What's the first uh, thing you're gonna do? Go jump in the swimming pool. <laughs> it's It's that time of the season where I'm supposed to be by a pool, by a beach, wearing little clothes, and I can't do that. And I want to. I want to. I want to be sitting on a beach somewhere. I love bodies of water. It's really calm me. It makes me feel at peace, and I have been. I need to get near some sort of water. That 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 does sound really good, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. Some blue water, some clear, some sand. Some, oh man, that does sound fire. Actually, I want that for you, though. I appreciate. I want that I for you. It. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to go somewhere exotic. I'm trying to stamp up my passport a little bit, so. I hear that. Right. Get the miles up. I, no, I feel you. I'm with that. Uh, I don't know if you've seen any of those memes. Like, I'm going to let the first batch of people out first to make sure it's cool before I go. And then I'll be out. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Uh, so you're going to wait a week after you see how things go. Fair enough. I ain't mad at that. I ain't but mad at that at all. Thank you, Akeem, so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Please tell the people where you can find them or find you. Find you. Uh, so anything social media is going to be underdog, A-K-H. Uh, the website where you can find everything, including the books, um, is www.akeeminspires.com. And uh, that's that's where I'm spending my time at that so, website so, right so there why do you call yourself the underdog uh 
Man, you know the saying, uh, it takes 10,000 hours to uh, complete mastery or that stuff, right? I always felt like I always had to work six times as harder as the other person. I literally mean six times as hard as the other person. So I always mm-hmm. considered myself the underdog. And so when I was playing football, um, you know, I had a couple of different nicknames. You know, they would call me Money or they would call me uh, Showtime. But one of my good friends said, man, you think you're the underdog, but you're really not. And I was just like, I kind of like that definition of what an underdog is supposed to be. Because when, you know, when you think of the underdog role, man, that's, that's just a mentality. Look, the last message that I'll say here, you know, when you are doing something, trying to embark on something and you consider yourself a little behind, but you know, you're on your grind and people are saying look man how did they get invited to this how did they do this how did they do that how did they get look whatever room that you get into just know that you belong there so the the underdog mentality that i took on is just like man i may people may think that but i know that i think the world of myself even if you don't think the same and I'm gonna work at that. So that's where underdog came from. I just added AK on yeah, top of it because you know that's good. I, and, and, and <laughs> the last thing I'm gonna say, um, I actually, I that's something I always say that I belong in whatever room I choose to belong in. And so, you thank you for this, Akeem. I really appreciate it. I think you definitely dropped some gems, and and I'm excited. So thank you so much. It's a pleasure. I had a good time. Anytime hey, you want to do a part two, it. you Don't just let me know. Me. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We'll talk soon.